This is awesome. Yeah, and that's so. So you're our methaglin go-to for sure. <laughs> we go. To, we go to Heather to get. We our go meth. to Heather for meth. For the meth. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the best meth advice. Yes. <laughs> oh, I found my intro right there. That's gonna be the Coming to you from beautiful Flagstaff, Arizona. This is the Drinking Horn Meadcast. Join us as we take a deeper dive into mead and mead culture. Hey, how you doing? Thanks so much for clicking that play button to listen in on this episode of the Drinking Horn Meadcast. I'm your host, Nick Irvin. For this episode, we decided to mosey on south of the tracks to go to a little place called the Potion Tea and Bakery. Why'd we do that? Well, we needed to go talk to Heather McLeister. She started the business and she actually helped us decide what tea mixture to put into our methaglin mead. If you've had methaglin mead, uh, our methaglin mead, you know that it is black tea with orange peel and cinnamon, and you also probably know it's delicious. It's one of my favorites right now. In fact, I'm drinking some right now mixed with some ginger beer as we speak. We talked with her about the the history of methaglin, what methaglin is, and we also discussed how her and Charlie and Kelly came up with the recipe, and Charlie talks about making it, and of course, Evan chimes in with some funny stuff every once in a while. Actually, we had a blast. We were laughing a lot, and you'll be able to tell in the episode, and hopefully you'll, you know, giggle and laugh a little bit as well as you're listening to this. Maybe you're at work, maybe you're driving, maybe you're just sitting back in your living room next to a fire drinking some delicious mead. <laughs> but thanks again for uh, hitting us up and checking out the Drink Horn Meadcast. Go ahead and tell everybody about it uh, or hit the subscribe button, rate and review it. We always love that and it gets it out to everyone else out there in podcast land. All right, enough of the selfless promotion. Let's get on with the episode. All right, so I'm, I'm just going to hit record and just talk. Uh, this is not live and I'm going to edit it, so don't be like worried about saying something kind of cool. stupid or like... Are we allowed to swear? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I think so. I okay. mean, it's a podcast about alcohol. Like. Yeah. Yeah, because I have a hard time censoring myself. <laughs> Good. Good, me too. <laughs> yeah. I don't even realize it. Somebody's like, you just said fuck to a customer. Oh, know. that happened. Yeah, that happened yeah. the other day. Yeah, that's what two days ago. Two days ago. Yeah. I do that all the time. <laughs> and they looked at me and they're like, do you say that word? Like that word? What are we? Five years yeah, old? Yeah. Like, like how that could word? you? Yeah. So, welcome. We are sitting here in the lovely, absolutely cozy, bright yet yet cozy. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a description yep. I get right away because there's a lot of bright artwork and, and little accents, but yet it's cozy, especially with this music. Right yeah. Now. I'm loving this. It's like, like Harry Ella Potter Fitzgerald. Kind of. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the vibe yeah. you're going for. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so the person uh, giggling over yeah. here and uh, and answering the questions. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? This is your place. My name is Heather McLeister, and my business is Potion Tea and Bakery. We've been around for about three years now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. That answers one of my questions. So three years. All right. Three years. That's yeah. awesome. Three years in February. That's it. That's kind of a huge. Oh, us too. Nice. Yeah. This is Evan with Drinking Horn, but that's yeah. Us too. We're gonna be three years in February. So that's awesome. Fantastic. February what? Twenty uh, twenty. Are we adding? Are you want a specific day? No, February what? February 3rd, February 18th. Oh. I've seen if you guys matched like perfectly. Oh, I'm pretty sure oh. mine was like the first. Was it? I think yeah. we're, I think we were maybe, I have no idea. I'm not going to make up lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when do you celebrate your anniversary? February. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, next question. <laughs> no, uh, all right, so that was Evan, uh, owner, uh, co-owner um, of Dringhorn Meadery. And then we've got someone else who is with us today, part of Drinking Horn. Who's over there? Hello, this is Charlie. I am what you would call the head brewer. Is that what you would call it? That's what I would call it. Yeah? Head brewer. Nice. I mean, or, I know the head part makes sense, right, right. but the brewer part. Slave also works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> head slave. I feel that. Slave number one. Cool. Is it, is it called, a, is it called yes. a mazer? Is that what you would call a mead maker? It's a debatable point. Okay. So technically, because we're considered a wine, we are vintners. Oh, Ooh. and that's an awful word. I don't like it. Well, you shouldn't be brought it up then. I know, I know. <laughs> so just... yeah, yeah, we are mazers. That's what we are. A mazer is also a type of like it's a wooden... drinking vessel. Yeah, correct. It's like a little wooden drinking bowl. So Charlie is a little wooden drinking bowl. <laughs> correct. <laughs> Filled with mead. He um, sounds like a person. <laughs> but really, <laughs> he's a drinking bowl. <laughs> yes, full of mead. He is usually full of mead. That's true. We're all usually full of mead. We all kind of stay full of mead. Yeah. yeah. So we're all mazers. All right. Uh, so we're here in, in Potion uh, Tea and Bakery. Yes. And I wanted to kind of just, before we get into why we're here, I uh, wanted you to talk about talk about your place. Talk about why, why did you, why tea? How about that? Why tea? Well, I went to culinary school many years ago, and I was a professional chef for about 10 years. And I just got away from it for a while and I saw the place come up for sale and I was like that's that's really what I want to get into and I've always drank tea like instead of drinking water I drink tea so like I always have like a quart of tea that I drink every day like I rarely drink water <laughs> and also I've always been into natural healing herbs all of that sort of thing so it just seemed to make sense and it just all kind of came together and I approach tea, I think, differently than other places because I have that culinary and chef background. So I serve everything crazy strong. I want people to taste flavors. Because a lot of times people are like, I don't like tea because it's very weak. There's nothing going on. I'm like, come try my tea. Because it will, it'll knock your socks off. Yeah. Nice. That is awesome. <laughs> that's, that's what I like to hear because I, I like my scotches really smoky and peaty. I like my mm-hmm. IPAs are super bitter. Like I like that strength. I like to get hit in the face with things. Yes. You know, and, and I like strong flavors. Um, so <laughs> that's awesome to hear about the, about the culinary background and about the herbs and stuff that you, you said you you're have always been interested in because that's what we're going to talk about. And that was really, I think, if not the main reason, one of the main reasons why uh, we made this connection together with the, the Methaglin beer. Ugh, the meth edit point right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's really why we made the connection with the Methaglin mead and exactly. and yeah. you and your tea. Yeah. So um, that's something I definitely want to talk about is the herbs and, and your background with that and, and why these herbs may work together. Um, but uh, first, let's talk about what we're talking about. We're talking about Methaglin, which is the newest drinking horn mead that we uh, released officially on Friday. I mean, it doesn't matter. This podcast, people will be listening to this you know, for years and years to come. So, <laughs> I don't always think it was just this last Friday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought that came out a long time ago. What is a methaglin? I'm going to ask Evan, ask Evan and... Yeah, absolutely. So a, a methaglin is simply means like, just like there's many styles with mead, how you, or with mead, 
edit that shit too. <laughs> Just like how there's like mini styles with beer, you have IPAs, you have stouts, you have all these different variations on it. And it's the same way with mead. There's different styles and types of mead. And so methaglin is actually a type name for mead. It's not anything that we specifically came up with. I believe that it's actually Norse for medicine is I think where some of the nice. origins of the word came from. Right, so that's, that's you were wondering fantastic. where methylene came from. Yes. And I think traditionally mead was used very frequently to help imbibe some of these things that weren't necessarily so tasty, right. but that were things that provided nutrients or micronutrients or whatever, especially during the winter season when you don't have greens, other things like that available, but possibly you have these herbs that will give you the same sort of nutrients that you need, but they taste like ass. Right. And so you'd, you'd put them into a methaglin. And so you'd make that, you'd make this herby mead so that it's like, you know, what is it, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down? Definitely. Yeah. Spoonful yes. of honey makes the medicine go down in this yeah. case. Yeah, <laughs> methaglin, mediglin, med medicine. Nice. Wow, that's I love that. so cool. Yeah. Um, this is the first time that Drinking Horn has made a methaglin is that is that, am i correct in that's that? correct that's correct so we do have a coffee mead but technically coffee is not an herb yeah it's it's a bean it's a, it's a, bean. It's yeah. a bean which is the fruit of the plant i would right. say so mm -hmm. still yeah. technically a melomel so melomel is another word from the, the mead categorization and it just means a fruity mead it's a very like big generic term okay and so like a lot of what we make currently is, is fruity meads right and so it's like melomel so it's like you know pomegranates and pineapples and all that good stuff mm-hmm so Charlie, can you talk about the ingredients that are in, so methaglin covers, right, all herbs and spices, but we specifically have a couple ingredients here. Can you describe those ingredients that went into this methaglin? Yeah, in this one we used um, a black tea and it came with uh, orange peel, dry orange peel in it, and also cinnamon. And so <clears throat> we uh, took the three and we put them in like a cheesecloth and being that it was our first time doing it we weren't sure if we wanted to do a cold brew or a hot brew so we started with a cold brew put about two cups of the the tea mix into a cheesecloth and daisy chained about eight cheesecloths together and soaked them for about 24 hours um and did that for three or four days and got a nice base flavor but it just wasn't quite the strength that we wanted it. And so then we that went through sense. and um, we made a hot, hot brew with uh, eh, the last probably pound of the tea and about two gallons of hot water. And we added that and it just got it to a perfect level, so. And it's, it's like I said, it's our first methaglin and, and that's all, that's all Charlie. Charlie's craziness. He's doing crazy things back there. Nice. Absolutely. <laughs> this was my, uh, First solo flavor. I got the idea from a tea that my mom used to make uh, back when I was in high school and college. Uh, she made hers, it was like a dry dry mix that you mixed with water and she called it Russian tea. Um, but it's the, basically the same thing. You have the orange flavor, you have the tea flavor and the cinnamon flavor. Anytime that I drank it, it just brought me right back to being home for the holidays and uh, warm and cozy. So I decided I wanted to try to make a mead flavor that brought that feeling as well. 
Nice. I think that's awesome because like we occasionally get people drinking it and it gives them, you know, they've never had mead before and they drink mead and they get this nostalgic look on their face and they're like, oh my gosh, for whatever reason, this reminds me of my childhood with blah, 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 blah. And so it's, it's awesome to have you like pulling that together as the reason for the flavor, not just drinking something and, and having a memory spark, but actually pulling it together like from the family history and making something out of it. That's awesome. Yeah, a little bit of Charlie Charlie's gift to you guys, a, a cozy feeling. <laughs> that that mix you just said, now I, I'm coming in here blind, I don't know, but was this a blend that you, uh, Heather, had already made and had available, or was this something that you guys worked on? We, we did collaborate because I wanted to get the flavor profile exact, so we blended my cinnamon chai, my trakay chai, with orange peel, and that because we taste tested here in the shop before you guys landed on what you wanted. So we just made sure it was the perfect one. But it's my trake chai, my cinnamon chai. Can you spell that? Trake? Trake. It's T-R-A and then space Q-U-E. Oh, okay. So it's a village in Vietnam that grows a lot of cinnamon. Because the cinnamon I use is Vietnamese cinnamon that is... It's different than any other cinnamon. It's my favorite cinnamon to use because it has a natural sweetness to it. So a lot of times people that are trying to avoid sugar, they love it because it just is naturally sweet. And it's like the strongest and the best tasting. So that's, that's cool. We noticed that with the cinnamon that it wasn't like it wasn't bitter or anything. Right. Because with brewing right. a lot of times, like and you know, you can relate on this too, Nick, like it's brewing with cinnamon can be a little scary because yes. it can really go overpowered fast and that was just or it'll get bitter and kind of bite on the mouth and like right. it didn't have any of that and it's a uh, yeah what's up oh you're, you're pointing at the bottle pointing, <laughs> evan, just, evan just got thirsty yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a bottle here to imbibe on uh to to share and so yeah we'll open that up heather could you talk about um is this a is this a new kind of experience to have someone come in and taste a blend? I'm sure it's probably not, but have you had people come in, um, other either companies or people that came in and, and really worked with you on getting a blend together? No, I would say this is the first time I've worked with another business where they wanted to, you know, showcase my product and their product too. Cool. So yeah. Well, it won't be very, the last. I can tell you that. Very no, exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely not the last. That's we're we're really happy with the way it came out. Because mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of our other meads are kind of you know sweet and fruity and along that sort of a line, and this one is just it's something entirely different from everything else we make, which is awesome. Yeah. Can you speak to that difference? Um, mostly, like I said, so we, I mean, we do make dry stuff, we make sweet stuff. So like, it's not the fact that it's dry, it's just a very different feel in the mouth when you have the herbs instead of the fruits in there. And I am pouring light. Well, I don't know. It could be light for some, could be heavy for some, but if you want more or less, <laughs> let me know. What do you um, think? I just saw you sniffing it, Heather. What do you think of the nose? I love it. It's like, like you said, it's very cozy. Like how Charlie was saying, it's just, it's cozy and, but still refreshing. It's one that I think is good uh, room temperature, cold and warm. It works oh, all nice. three different ways. I feel like the uh, some of the subtleties come through a little bit more at a room temperature, but 
And that's that's what I brought. I brought a room temperature one. And I like it at room temperature preferred myself too. I think a lot more of the orange pops out at room temperature and I think you get a nicer balance with the tea in there. When it's cold, I feel like with a lot of things, when it's cold, you just taste booze because it it inhibits all those flavors from escaping. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And what's it like warm? Uh, It's really good. We've been mixing it with, um, I actually like it. We have an apple mead. And oh. I've been mixing this with some of the apple and warming it up. That sounds good. And it's perfect. like it's like the filling on an apple pie. Yeah. And so it's, it's That could be another mead. Yeah. Apple pie mead. We need to. Mm-hmm. We need to. Yeah. And we can skip the graham cracker crust, throw that out. Right. <laughs> no mead yet. No crust. No, no crust. crust. No no graham cracker crust. It's a, it's a waste of time. Okay. The crust is just there to keep all the good stuff in. We It'll skip keep that. it gluten free. <laughs> That's right. Yes. That's right. Oh. There you go. Thinking over here. For sure. <laughs> We talk about, as we taste this, anything else to talk about the, the flavors? I forgot how much I like this because I actually haven't tasted it since bottling day. Um, I don't know why. I'm an idiot. Um, but <laughs> this is, Bluetooth was my favorite and this one has now topped it. I just, wow. I love, I think that tea with the cinnamon, I had mentioned earlier about like, I like smoky scotches and peaty scotches. I think it reminds me of an earthiness that that tea and that cinnamon brings out an earthy i wouldn't describe it necessarily as smoky but it is it has it's like the cousin of smoky to me mm-hmm. smoky's yeah. little smoky's cousin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, smoky. it is like that's a lot of folks that have tried it already have said that one of their favorite parts of it is actually that that aftertaste the part that kind of lingers in your yeah. mouth and i think that's like i get a lot of that sort of like almost peaty sort of feeling as it like hangs out in your mouth and it's it's important you want it to taste good not just at the immediate sip but all the way through mm-hmm. yeah. good point skull oh, <laughs> oh yeah hey, that's oh, a cheers. nice little sound effect here too oh that was awesome that was perfect i feel like we uh looked out on this batch and got the perfect uh balance between sweet and dry mm-hmm. it, it it hits your mouth that's kind of sweet, but it leaves a little dry, so. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Charlie, that's not luck, that's you, my man. Right. Yeah. Just Only if we, can, better. if we can just start calling you luck, we'll call that luck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. As long as my luck ain't running out. Right? I mean. <laughs> cool. Uh, so one of the main things I wanted to, to talk about with, with you, Heather, here at Potion Tea and Bakery was the actual properties of the herbs and spices that went into this because as Evan said, methaglin comes from the word medicine, mediglin, and so people would put this in there for for a reason, not just because it tasted good, but because of the benefits. So could you talk to the benefits of either or all of these ingredients in here? Definitely. You're nodding your head, you're like, oh, hell yeah, I'm like, I can. oh yeah, I got this in the bag. So the black tea, it contains L-theanine, which has calming properties to it, and it also has caffeine, which a lot of times when people get colds, They'll go and take a cough remedy that has a caffeine in it because it helps to open up all of the pathways in the sinus area. And it also helps to open up like the bronchial tubes as well. So that's great if you've got a little cold going on. Mm. And then the cinnamon is very, I don't want to say antiseptic, but that one I've noticed if anyone has any sort of cold going on especially like in the sinus and throat area, that cinnamon just clears them out. Allergies clears them out. So the cinnamon is super powerful for that. And then there's also clove in there, which is analgesic. So I hope I'm saying that right, but it has pain relieving properties. So, you know, really? a lot of, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, have you ever had like a toothache and you can put 
clove essential oil on it. I don't think I have, but yeah, that sounds familiar. There's a lot of those like drops that would yeah. have clove in it. So clove oil, analgesic. Is it? It's um, is it? Uh, does it have systemic properties uh, of that analgesic? Like, in other words, if you drink it, would it go through the system? I would say yeah. So it would definitely have, like, anti-inflammatory all over the entire body. So it would cool. be nice, like, if you just had a hard workout or a hard run, mm. you could just, you know, drink that and just chill, you nice. know? The this, need for a hard run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, I used to drink chocolate milk after a post-workout, but now it's going to be uh, methaglin mead. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can you repeat that first word you said that the that the T had? It started with an A. It was a really cool, fancy oh, word. L-theanine. L-theanine. Yeah, it's a calming property that's in all tea leaves. So tea leaf, people will say, you know, rooibos tea or chamomile tea. That's not true. Tea is only Camellia sinensis leaf. It's just one one plant. <laughs> and then that plant creates green tea, black tea, white tea, oolongs. Hmm. So just depending on when you harvest the leaves. Or... Yeah, and how you process it too. So L-theanine is in Camellia sinensis. Cool. Yeah, and that's a calming thing to help to offset because the caffeine hits you fairly immediately because it's water soluble. But then about 20 minutes in, the L-theanine kicks in, so you're not like coffee, woo, you know. You're just like, I can focus, I can chill, but I still feel a little amped. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big coffee drinker, but like sometimes it just has such negative effects on me. Yeah, you know, with that, with that jitteriness and that craziness. So, right. Uh, word up to L-theanine. Yes. <laughs> word to L-theanine. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, this is something that, and we're not joking about you know mead having these good properties. All by itself, honey has so many great properties. Um, let alone putting in some of these other uh, herbs and, and different ingredients. And one thing I did want to, I'm sure you, Heather, are familiar with, with honey. Uh, we're sitting underneath a, a bee right yes. here. A, a bee, well, not a bee. Well, it's yeah, a bee. A, a bee painting. <laughs> oh, okay. And me and Evan have sat below some bees quite a bit. But honey for you, what role does that play here at uh, Potion Tea and Bakery? Huge, huge. So I'm not a huge fan of sugar. So I, anytime somebody come in, comes in to get a chai or any sort of tea latte, they automatically get you know, half and half or almond milk and honey. It's automatic. I don't use sugar in my tea, unless somebody requests it, which I still try to be like, no, I don't want to do this. This hurts my heart. But you know, <laughs> yeah. sometimes people want it, so I do it. But yeah, I'm like, honey, hands down. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's your prerogative here at your shop. If they- Yep, I do what I want. They don't want to, <laughs> yeah, I do what I want. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So honey plays a big role. Is it um, anything else other than a sweetener? Or is, is that just, that's its main, main That's role? its main thing. But I mean, also it has antibacterial properties to it, which I'm sure you know, like honey is just amazing. As far as sweetener goes, it's at the top of the list. Yeah. It seems almost do the opposite of what I've heard. Sugar yes. does. Sugar is, is an inflammatory. It does create inflammation totally um, and so, totally that's cool uh charlie so when you are there um or here sorry when you are here because uh, you came here to work with heather to right. uh, create this this blend mm -hmm. can you describe that process yeah me and um <clears throat> my sister kelly who's also part owner of the drinking horn meadery uh we came in one afternoon and sat down and heather served us up three or four different teas and we tried them all out and the, the one that uh, we picked ended up working out perfect for us. Uh, we ordered uh, eight, eight pounds of it, I think, and mm -hmm. all eight yep. pounds went into uh, 
right into the mead. So that's a that's a lot of tea because tea's light. So can you describe how big that was? What did you walk out of here with? Like a, like <laughs> I think a it was giant like a three and a half <laughs> big yeah. bag. Yeah. 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 Right. Nice. Oh, geez. wow. <laughs> Nick's exclaiming because I'm pouring over here and I don't know how to pour light. Yeah, Evan ended up giving <laughs> me quite a bit pour. of mead. That was, that was me looking at you, um, thankfully, though, as well. <laughs> um, so cool. So what were some of the ones? Did other ones? You said you tried three, correct? Right? Yeah. Um, Are there see. any that kind of tickled your fancy for another time? Or did you guys talk about other ideas? Because I'm saying the way this turned out, like, we need to do this we did. multiple times. We had tried. Um, one of them that we tried was more of an oolong tea. And uh, it was really good, too. It's one of my favorites. But uh, <clears throat> we ended up just going with... Uh, what? How do you say it again? I'm sorry. The trake chai. Trake chai. T-R-A space Q U E mm-hmm. It's a village in Vietnam. And is K I mean okay you know, is like Y, right? Oh no, Vietnam, so not in the okay. Like or what? I mean. K what? K huh? I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking Spanish too when you said trick. Yeah. That's an, another edit point right there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get those. We'll get those. Yeah. Um I'm just kidding. I don't edit at all. Uh, <laughs> so, so what what could be next? Do you think oolong could be? Or let's let's ask Heather. Um, what do you now that you've tasted your product in the mead? Are there any ideas? And there doesn't have to be, but is there any ideas that are popping into your head right now? Heck yeah! Like <laughs> sarsaparilla root. Oh, yeah. I just talked about that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but that's no. awesome. <laughs> and I have this tea. It's called Lapsang Suchong. It's smoked over fires. Now in I'm excited because you said of smoked. China. Yeah. Sorry, so it's that. like it's a smoky black tea. Oh. And you could that like do good. that with cinnamon or you could even do it with like a plum, like a smoked plum. Like, I mean, the possibilities are enormous. Nice. The the smoke, smokiness. What was what was the name of that one again? Lapsang Suchong. So I feel like I've had that. It's super strong. Yeah. Right? It's like drinking a straight up campfire. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. man. I loved it. Uh, I had a, like, where did I get a bag of that? I got a bag of that when I was on some trip somewhere. Um, and brought it back, and someone called it like the um, the the tea of Hemingway or something like that. Like he used to love this like strong, smoky, <laughs> okay. smoky tea. Um, so uh, when then what was the one you got excited about? The sarsaparilla. Oh, sarsaparilla. Yeah. Or, or using something that tastes along those lines. Yeah. Uh, Charlie and I were just talking about it mm-hmm. yesterday. Or even like kava root. I mean, you'd have to. That doesn't taste good. So you'd have to really monkey with that one, but. That but would be cool too, and that has the properties of making you feel. I've actually slightly. got a few pounds of kava root at my house. Perfect. <laughs> you do? Start messing do. with that. I went to I went to Fiji a long time ago, and so it's probably no good. This is back when I like had a life and did things. How many years ago was it? Ooh, ten or fifteen. Yeah. Probably don't eat it. Probably, or drink yeah, it. Yeah, you might need to chuck that. I, even have, I actually have like a, a kava bowl and everything, okay. like a traditional aged in the ground kava bowl Dang. that you're supposed to you know mix it all in and drink out of and everything. That's amazing. Huh. Can you feed it to the chickens? I was gonna say. Yeah. No, they might Probably. get wasted. Yeah. Kava well, makes you feel wasted. Then we'll just video we are it. happy It'll chickens. Be... <laughs> okay. Yeah. As long as the chickens are down. <laughs> um. <laughs> nice. Ooh, honey bush might be nice as well. It's I know like, not of honey bush. Yeah, what so, is honey bush? Do you, are you familiar with rooibos tea? It's like red tea. Yeah, yeah, all right. So it's like a cousin of rooibos that has more vanilla and caramel notes to it. So it's like the sweet, sassy cousin of rooibos. Is he also cousin to the smoke? Is that the... 
<laughs> L- there's little Smokey, little yeah. cousin Smokey. Are they all yeah, in the same family? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is the? Is is there a family for T, or is it a genus, or just um, what's the most common? Camellia sinensis. Okay. That's how I know it is. Like that's the I think the Latin name for the plant. Cool. Yeah, and it's the, just the tea plant. So back to the sassy red. What what was that again? It's a that one is called honeybush. Honeybush, that's and right. it's a cousin of rooibos redbush, which is all grown in Africa. I mean, the name. And there's no right caffeine there. in that either. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Well, I won't hold that against it. But. <laughs> <laughs> Nick loves his caffeine. Yeah. Um, and it fits perfectly. You've got the word honey in it right there. Exactly. So, honeybush yeah. mead. Honey, honey. Honey, honey, honey. It's called honey squared. Baby, baby. Oh, they're multiplying. Do you guys do anything with uh, lemon balm or anything like that? I love lemon balm. Yeah, I've got tons of that. Lemongrass. <coughs> nice. Le- oh, lemongrass could be cool. Like a spicy lemongrass one, like Thai inspired. We were, well, so my brain just like explodes with like flavor that's ideas. That's awesome. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pick that brain explosion. Yeah, it's just <laughs> always generating Charlie, grab ideas. some of that off the wall over there. Yeah. <laughs> I love how everything gets tied together when things are going well because Nick and I were just listening to a, a podcast where they were talking about um, methaglins and they were just oh, talking wow. about just different herbs to add into stuff and where it was and they started mentioning some of the lemon balm and lemongrass and stuff like that Yeah. and I was just thinking of like my experience you know crushing it up and smelling it or eating it yeah. or whatever and like that stuff's so good and I'm wondering if we couldn't replace a fruit with an herb totally or holy basil that one has a really nice flavor profile that's exactly what we we're yeah. listening and talking I, about. Holy I basil. Serve What's that so name? much Tanya? of that. T- 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 they were calling Tulsi. it something. Tulsi. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I was sitting there trying to Google it while I was in the passenger seat. This is awesome. Yeah, and that's so. So you're our methaglin go-to for sure. <laughs> we go. To, we go to Heather to get we our. We go meth. to Heather for meth. For the- <laughs> <laughs> She's got the best meth advice. Yes. <laughs> well, I found my intro right there. That's gonna be the intro. Oh. Cool. And you talked about spice. You said Thai inspired. Um, are you talking about like capsicum spice? Like yeah, like, that like cayenne pepper. Yes. I've been coconut I, maybe. I've been ooh. All right. Oh, a Thai coconut lemon balm coconut, kind of thing. Yeah. Basically, that would be yeah. cool. I've been very gently saying things towards Evan about <laughs> about a spice, about a cayenne, about some kind of like spiciness because I think the the spiciness and the honey would be. Yeah. So delicious. Did you ever do anything with that home homebrew? I stuff? never did a spicy oh. one homebrewing, and yeah. we have what it about, yet. What about you, Charlie? You ever you ever played around with spices? Nope, but I do love my spice, like yeah. hot spices. Oh yeah, whenever we get pizza, you get the green chilies, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice, like nice. Oh, nice. Jalapeno is my favorite flavor. So. Yeah. Oh, you should do a jalapeno one. <laughs> so many ideas, and that's mm-hmm. that's why we're getting together right now, so we can meld this and, and go back and remember and, and come up with some more kick-ass recipes, for sure. And you said the lemon balm and the spice would go well? I think lemongrass lemon more. Grass, okay. Lemon balm, it's more gentle, so you could do like a lemon balm lavender if you want to do like a strictly herb one. That would be nice. Or even it would go nice with chamomile as well, because chamomile has a lot of apple notes to it. Mm. So that would be lovely too. Be good. Yeah. I think that's what they were talking about. Was using the, the lemon balm with uh, with lavender actually yeah. because they're both kind of that gentle, subtle sort of flavors and. Yeah, lavender will be subtle to a point, and then correct. Yeah, and then oh. it's like woo soap, yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we're gonna try to avoid the soap factor. Yes, as much as possible. As much as possible. Oh, cardamom! <laughs> Omg, you could do so much with cardamom. Mm. It's like super exotic and like oh yeah. Cool. Are there yeah. any uh, cool medicinal effects of cardamom? 
Um, that one, it's more of a cooling herb mm. or spice, I guess you would say. They're like little pods. I mean, it's really good for just, I would say it's anti-inflammatory, but honestly, like it just tastes amazing. Yeah. Hey, sometimes it just yeah. has to taste good. Yeah, yeah. it just tastes <laughs> Not amazing. Not everything has to be awesome for you. Yeah. Um, although I don't think it's probably negative. No, you. I'm sure no. there are some awesome things that I need to learn about it. It tastes but. good. It makes you happy. And if you're happy, you spread that happiness. Yeah. And so, it's a cooling herb because we're always, we're generally very hot in Arizona. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, not so much up here, but well, during the summer. Oh yeah. But cardamom just will cool everything down. Interesting. Yeah. All of us up here in Flagstaff start melting at about 75 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This and is very true. We start crying. If it, hits, <laughs> if it hits 80, it's a heat wave. Yeah. We're it like is. done. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Close the business. Everybody's going home. Yep. It's can't 84. do life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're funny little creatures up here. <laughs> Um, awesome. So I think this is a, a, a part one of many, uh, as far as maybe not the podcast, maybe the meatcast, but uh, at least with collaborations uh, for sure, because I think methaglins are a huge part of, I would hope, I'm sitting here speaking for Evan and, and Charlie, but I think methaglins should become uh, a, a part of a lot of our stuff there over at Drinking Horn. I think it's a great addition you know, to have going along with everything else. It's that whole, we always want to try to make sure to have enough flavors so that no matter what your palate is, when you come in, we can find a mead that's to your liking. You know, it's just like the first beer you drank, everybody thought tasted terrible. And so it's like, mm -hmm. we don't want people to have that experience with mead. We want them to be able to find something they actually like. Yeah. Not that they have to teach themselves to like it. <laughs> right. Like they don't have to develop a taste for it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I've seen that with you guys' mead for sure. Um, there's definitely that wide variety that, you know, people will come in and, and, and yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to explore that too, right? You have your flight boards and you have eight different, well, we have more than eight, but eight at a time. And, and it's cool to see that exploration of, Ooh, they start talking about this one and that one. I like this one. Well, I like this one better. So it's fun. It is fun. Mm -hmm. I'll be, I'll be excited to see the comments from folks as we, cause this will be up on untapped and people will be reviewing it and all of Yay. that stuff. So it'll get. That's all fantastic. of that, all of that stuff will be happening yes. for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, untapped definitely for better or for worse. All right, uh, closing thoughts, Evan, about this collaboration. Awesome collaboration. Can't wait for the next one. Very excited. Cool. Yes. Charlie, uh, round one was a success. Excited for round two. Nice. And Heather, we will just make all kinds of flavors. I'll just start generating ideas nice beautiful <laughs> you already have I, I feel like you've got a head full right now yeah yes. we're coming back for that sarsaparilla talk and yes <laughs> for sure. yes evan will kick open over like, let's talk sarsaparilla <laughs> or my fancy hat and boots <laughs> as if i own anything fancy <laughs> cool so heather um where can people uh find your store where where are we sitting right here located if they're looking for you so i would say the best way to find us is that we're across from the climbing gym parking lot right on benton but cool. if you type it into google maps it's got a san francisco address north or south san francisco street address okay so if you're on san francisco looking for it just pop around the corner on benton yes yes yeah good deal what are your hours they are Every day, 10.30 to 6.30. That's cool. When did that start, every day? Like three days ago. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. I was going to say, I didn't think it was, uh, was every day forever. Um, cool. And then um, are, you, are you guys on social media? People want to check out what's going on here? Yep. I have an Instagram page that I believe is linked to Facebook. I'm not active on Facebook, but definitely on Instagram I am. 
Awesome. Sweet. Anything you want to plug about your about your shop? It's awesome. <laughs> it is. And we have something for everybody here. So even if you're a coffee drinker, we have a little bit of coffee. But yeah, tons of teas, tons of chais. We have the best matcha in town. Oh, I can okay. say that with absolute confidence. Right on. Yeah. And it does have bakery in the name. Yes. So I have culinary background. I make all of my own cookies, muffins, truffles, and I infuse tea into pretty much everything. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That is cool. Nice. Well, thank you for hosting us here. Yes, and thank you. Thank this you. has been lovely. Nice. And thank you so much for, for all the all the knowledge that you've given to our new release, Methaglin. Yes, I'm very excited. And I love the name that it means medicine. Like, that's so spot on. Yeah. That's fantastic. Nice. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I think that'll do it. I'll have some kind of little outro going. Do, 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 right here. And on one. Yeah. <laughs> Join us, subscribe, blah, all those good things. Tell a friend, blah, 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 blah. Buy a meat hall membership. <laughs> it's protocol. <laughs> all right, well, that does it for this episode of the Drinking Horn Meat Cast. Had a blast sitting down and talking with Heather and the rest of the crew about methaglin, its history, what it is, and came up with a lot of ideas there uh, that could be future meads for Drinking Horn for sure. Even you guys out there, if you're mead makers, hope you you got a lot of good ideas as well. Um, if you did and if you enjoyed this, let us know. We love hearing from everybody. So just a quick little comment on our Instagram or Facebook page or a direct message saying, hey, great show, um, or hey, terrible show i hated it something like that anything any comments or or feedback is great any questions as well that we didn't cover here that you still have um yeah ask away we love it we love the interaction that's what we want this podcast or meadcast to be about so thanks again for joining Dringhorn horn meadcast remember all you mead is love <laughs>